0: Reached episode twenty of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, pastor, welcome to the Coaching for Pastors podcast. My name is Jeff Katie, and it's good to be with you. Today is Wednesday, so on Wednesdays on this podcast, we're talking about family. We're talking about family life. You know, there's all kinds of myths, uh, fables, and legends about pastors' families. And about being in ministry, being married to a pastor, being a ministry family, being a pastor's kid. You know what? I never told my kids that they were pastors' kids. I just never told them. I just made pretend that they were like just normal kids. And as far as I know, they never found out. Because uh, the good thing was they didn't know any different. They, they'd always—I was a pastor their whole life. They had nothing else to compare it to. But one of the things that I that I told my kids all the time is I said, hey, we're not doing this because I'm a pastor, you guys. We're doing this because we're Christians, because we're followers of Jesus. And whether I was a pastor or I worked at a supermarket or in a factory or I picked up the garbage at the end of the street, I we would do this. It's not because I'm a pastor. I didn't want them to think that because— their dad was a pastor, somehow they had it worse off in life or somehow that there were greater demands put on them. No, no, the demands that are put on us as pastors and as pastoral families are just the demands of following Jesus where we have to, what does Jesus say? Give up your life and pick up your cross and and follow him. So let's talk for a minute to you who are younger dads or younger moms, and you're in ministry. And I just want to talk to you from the perspective of I've got four kids that are aged 24 to 34. And I remember when my 34-year-old daughter was born, we were in the middle of a building project at my very first church. The auditorium in this church was 25 foot by 31 feet. That was the dimensions of the auditorium, and there was a downstairs, so there was a stairwell that was cut into the corner of the room, and it had a ledge around it, so you have to take out that square footage, and I'm not sure how big that one that was. Maybe maybe it was, I don't know, 10 by 4, so there's 40 square feet. Anyway, it was a small place. My daughter was born while we were there. My kids have only ever known me as a pastor. So I'm speaking to you right now with some experience in this. And each one of my kids today, praise God, I'm so thankful. They know and love the Lord. They're all married uh, to believers, and I'm so thrilled that my grandkids are growing up with with Christian parents with believers as parents. But one of the things that I learned was that my children watch me and and pastors, your children watch you. Mom, dad, your children watch you. And you know they say more is caught than taught. That is so true. In fact, if catching and being taught are different, sometimes kids go the role of what is caught. So if you're teaching something, to your kids that you're not living yourself, that that's going to come back to bite you. That's going to be a problem. In fact, our children learn best by watching us. Hey, I'm watching my grandkids right now. They're like having my own kids all over again, a few of them. They look just like their parent. They look just like their 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 dad or just like their mom. And it's like watching these little clones act the same way their parents do. And sometimes... Mimic and mock the same things that we're doing as adults. They walk around saying the same thing or making the same hand gestures or walking the same way, uh, kind of in a, in a comedic way. But our kids are watching us. Let, let me make a suggestion. Teach them love. Teach them humility. And teach them integrity. Now, how do you do that? Well, you love. <laughs> You you live humility, and you do your dead-level best to walk in integrity. Now, we're not going to be perfect. None of us is Jesus. But if our hearts are right, and if when we mess up, we apologize, we own up to it, we admit it to our kids, I don't know how many times, I don't know how many times I sat with my kids in tears, apologizing to them. Now, lest you think I'm like the paragon of fatherhood, why do you think I was sitting in tears, (laughs) apologizing to my kids? Because I did stupid stuff. I did stupid stuff. I'll never forget the time that my son came home one night, he came in late. I'd been trying to call him. This is when, you know, cell phones were kind of just a thing, and he had a cell phone that I was paying for, and he wasn't answering it. And I was so angry that when he walked in the door, I took that cell phone out of his hand, and I chucked it across the family room. And it hit the wood panel on the bottom half of the wall of the family room, and it busted. And as soon as I did that, I thought, okay, stupid. Now you got to get him another one. Why? Because you want to be able to call him. So none of us is perfect, and I had to apologize a lot. But you know, when I was uh, involved later on, years later, in a master's program and learning about um, family and family systems and family development, I saw a study, a research study, that provided the empirical data that children who watch their parents make a mistake, uh, express remorse, regret, grief over it, apologize, and try to attempt to do better. They turn out so much better than parents who make pretend they've got it all together, who never apologize, never admit a failure, and worse yet, don't actually even live up to what their kids see them preaching when they go to church and then they see them living a different way, those kids look at life and they say, God's not real because God couldn't help my parent. So, Pastor, let me just remind you that your kids watch you. They watch you. Let them see good things. Let them see things like love and humility and integrity. Let them see somebody who's reaching for God. And I'll see you tomorrow on the next episode of Coaching for Pastors.